than a five minute fun show with me, Candace. In honor of the month of March, I decided to continue to focus on the symbolism and the folklore of the rabbit, because believe it or not, the Chinese have more than a few tales of this little happy spring critter. So let's talk today about the legend of the Jade Rabbit. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and leave a little review. That way others can find the podcast easily. The legend of the Jade Rabbit, or what is called the Rabbit in the Moon many times, comes from the fact that during the Mid-Autumn Festival, say around September, you'll, you're supposed to be able to look up at the moon and see the outline of a rabbit grinding a pestle. A pestle is, if you've ever worked in a restaurant, um, sometimes they have the very large ones, or sometimes typically a herb or medicinal shop will have this to grind up the herbs to make medicine. But it basically looks like a large, narrow bowl on a pedestal. And it's a really large handle you use to kind of grind the herbs down on the stone or wood. In Texas, we call them a mocajete, and we generally will use a smaller handled one, not as large as the ones in restaurants or making large batches of medicine. And I'll explain why he's doing this as the story progresses. If you remember back a while, I told a story of an immortal who was banished to the moon after she swallowed the immortal elixir, which she was not supposed to take. This is actually the story of how the rabbit got to the moon and got to be her companion, because often um, this goddess is depicted with a rabbit. It says, from my new favorite website, tellsorcery.blogspot.com, it reads Chinese legends of the jade rabbit. Legend has it that there were three immortals that turned themselves into three poor old men, asking a fox, monkey, and rabbit for food. The fox and the monkey had food to give, but the rabbit didn't have any, and he didn't know what to do. Later, the rabbit said, just eat me for food, and with that, the rabbit jumped into the blazing fire, making himself ready to be eaten. The immortals were deeply touched and sent the rabbit to the palace on the moon to keep Changi company, and he was made a jade rabbit. Another account states that the rabbit was actually not burnt, and one of the old men that had disguised himself was touched by the rabbit's virtue, and so he actually drew a likeness of the rabbit on the moon for all to see. So that's another legend of it. The reason he, of course, is grinding the pestle is because now he is actually the maker of the immortal elixir. And I know in some traditions, he's actually called the alchemist. If so, if you have a rabbit in your birth chart or your Bata chart, um, you may have the powers of healing. And I really think it's fascinating when I come across a legend or folklore that spans across different cultures. So I wanted to talk about this account from some of the uh, Native Americans, and I believe it's the Aztec, that said they believe that the god Quetzalcoatl lived on Earth as a man at one time, and he started out a journey on foot and he became tired and hungry, and since there was nothing to drink or eat, he thought he would die. However, there was a rabbit grazing and found the man. She offered herself as food to save his life. Quetzalcoatl was humbled by this rabbit's offer and um, took the rabbit up to the moon and brought her back to Earth. 
telling her you're just a rabbit, but you'll be remembered by everybody and your image is in the light of the moon for all time, which I think is pretty amazing. So now when you eat a moon cake at the Mid-Autumn Festival, you can look up at the moon and you can be appreciative of this rabbit who forever is working with this goddess Cheney and uh, forever cultivating this elixir of life on the moon. To learn more about feng shui and Chinese metaphysics, visit my website at fengshuibycandice.com. And of course, I still have an offer out there to download that free eight-page guide for business owners. So whether you work at a brick-and-mortar store or you just work from home, this handy guide will help you in applying feng shui to your business. Visit my website, fengshuibycandice.com, to download that right away. Of course, um, if to support this podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a little review on the platform you're listening on, as well as finding me on all social medias at Feng Shui by Candace.